0: Hello and welcome to the Overland Journal podcast. I'm your host Scott Brady. My co-host Matt Scott is not with me today because we have a unique episode that we'd like to share with you. This is an interview that I recorded with a friend of mine, Micho Escobar from Colombia, shortly after a trip that I did uh, with him in the area. So I had done an earlier trip with Micho where we rode all the way out to the border of Venezuela with another mutual friend, Sinway Xavier, that you can listen to on the podcast as well. and then this second trip that i did down i had actually done a journey down to lima peru and had ridden all the way back to colombia solo in 2016 so this is my conversation that i had with micho in 2016 talking about traveling in colombia what a beautiful country this is filled with absolutely wonderful people so hopefully by the end of this conversation that you listen to with micho and myself you have a different perspective on colombia and maybe it moves up your list. So the audio should be pretty good on this, but it is recorded with a couple iPhones, so take that into mind, but I think it is worth listening to. Thank you for joining us. And this episode is supported in part by Redox Manufacturing. Since 1986, Redox Manufacturing has been handcrafting the toughest soft-sided travel luggage in the world. Founded and operated by second generation U.S. military veterans, Redox bags are backed by the industry's finest warranty, the Noble Lifetime Warranty. You break it, they will wonder how, but then they'll repair it or replace it, no questions asked. Designed and lovingly built with pride in Billings, Montana, Using 99% American source materials, Redox bags are unique, truly innovative, and tough as tanks. They're also running a promotion right now to win your own free Redox bag. You can go to expeditionportal.com and search the term Redox. Hello, I'm Scott Brady with Overland Journal and Expedition Portal, and I am in beautiful Colombia with my good friend Mauricio Escobar from Elephant Moto. And we're going to talk a little bit today about traveling in South America, but mostly about traveling in Colombia. Because this is something that many Americans and other people around the world, they're, they're a little bit concerned about traveling to a place like Colombia because of what they've heard about in the past. Now, the one thing I don't want you to do is take Mauricio's last name into account when we talk about safety and traveling okay. in Colombia, um, being Escobar, but he has no relation... To, uh, the Escobar of the past. And uh, he's a great ambassador for his country. And we're going to learn a lot about what it means to travel in Colombia. So Mauricio, give me a little bit of a background on your travels, your experience, uh, not only as a motorcyclist, but a motorcycle trainer, and then uh, briefly what Elephant Motorcycle does.
1: All right. Well, I've been uh, riding motorcycles since I was a little kid, you know, 11 years old. Uh, I went through the paces you know like the little Hondas and the farm like XR80s then XR200 then doing the trips then I went to live in uh, in San Francisco and that's where I bought my first motorcycle which is like that first big step for any any motorcyclist and my first street bike and I started to get into the whole motorcycle thing you know first it was like I was younger so it was more the street bikes super bikes a uh, uh, type of sport bikes type of things you know and uh and then my brother, he did a trip from, he was doing a trip from San Francisco to Washington, and Washington to San Francisco, and he had an R 1100 GS. And uh, my dad, he was like, well, I think you should do part of this trip with him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, that didn't cross my mind. He was doing it. It wasn't something that that I was into at the moment. And I had a Honda Superhawk at the time, and uh, I was like, well, sure, let's do it. So I went with my brother on the Honda Superhawk. Obviously, the the bad choice of bike for the trip. But I got into, that was my first long distance trip. It was maybe like 10 days. You know, we went from, I went, I did the section from Washington to San Francisco and I could see him on his big, on his R1100. You know, he was comfortable. He was okay with doing something, you know, 40 miles an hour, just chilling. And I, I was hunched back on the on yeah. the Super Hawk and that got me into it. That was it the thing. inspired you for travel. That was the thing that got me into adventure travel, you know, long distance travel on on, on motorcycles. And I started doing trips. Every time I could, I I would do trips. You know, I did the Continental Divide. We went from Canada to Mexico, the, the dirt roads. I went to China for a month. And with a buddy, we rented a, a motorcycle with a sidecar. And we were just riding around for like a month. And you've in also China. ridden in Morocco. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, with the time, those were like the first initial trips. And then, um, and then I went to Michigan and that was like uh, another click in the life. I was like, I couldn't ride motorcycle days. The winter was tough and I got a little bit antsy. So I said, you know, I, I got to get out of here. So I decided to quit my job that I had there. I came back to Colombia and I started to consider, you know, motorcycle touring as a business or as a, as a career path for me as a choice. And uh, my first step was to go and do some work with other companies that were doing it at the time. And I and I did and I went uh and worked as a motorcycle guide for a company that was doing tours in south america and i went you know in argentina peru bolivia chile brazil doing tours during eight months learning how it's done you know what what needs to happen and then um, and then i came back to colombia and i started a company in colombia and and that's how how elephant got its start you know uh i'm a certified uh, bmw instructor i'm a certified bmw tour guide and um and what we do, what we like to do, Elephant is more than, than just you know uh, motorcycle tours or rentals. You know, it's experiences for life, your yeah. stories to tell for a lifetime. And we provide our customers the opportunity to one get to know a country, which is awesome, and two um, through I mean, the motorcycles, you know, you you have these experiences that bring you closer to to new people, bring you closer to a country, bring you provide you an experience that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. And and I think for me.
0: That's one of the the reasons why I really wanted to do this fireside chat with you is because my experience in Colombia has been amazing. The first trip that we did together that included Sinway Xavier, Overland Journal's creative director, we went all the way out through Los Llanos to a place called Puerto Carreño, and we had a proper adventure. I mean, this was an area of the country that you hadn't even traveled, and we got extremely remote. It was very difficult terrain it didn't feel like a traditional tour at all. And that was one of the things that impressed me most about Elephant and the way that you conducted the trip was that I felt like we were all on an adventure together. And it wasn't this highly scripted experience and that allowed for a lot of that uh, opportunity for adventure. And and for me, I think that that really captured a lot about what people can see and experience in Colombia. And you've shared with me a couple of the other trips that you do, one up into the peninsula in the north, which is a very remote area. Um, and also you do trips into the coffee region if people are looking for maybe a little bit more of an on-road mm-hmm. and and mild off-road experience. But I think one of the things that's most important initially is to kind of dispel this, this myth that Colombia as a whole is a dangerous place to travel. My experience now having been here three times is that this, the big cities are like any big city in the world. There's places that are very safe and there's p- places that are less safe, but Colombia doesn't feel any less safe than, than the other places that I've developed or that I've traveled in, in Latin America. In fact, I feel for the most part that Bogota, for example, is very safe to, to walk even walk around in at night. And one of the ways that I always determine that is if you see women and children out and about. So even at 11 o'clock at night, you'll see women walking with their children and families walking through the park. And when you start to see that um, in an area, you know that generally where you're at is pretty safe. Once you start to see the people go away and the families go away, And you just see the the guys in dark shadows, um, that's when you need to get a little more concerned. But I haven't even felt that at all uh, here in Bogota. And then you and I have also had the opportunity of traveling to these extreme corners of the country as well. Um, When we were in Los Llanos, again, I never felt even one time that I was in an area that wasn't safe. And then you and I just traveled over the Colombian death road Mm -hmm. on the day of a rather historic vote here in Colombia. And again, there were people were smiling and they, they embraced us with open arms. And other than the dangers of the road itself, I didn't feel like I was in a place that was dangerous. I felt like I was in a place that was Coming out of a period of time in the history of the country that maybe things were a little bit more dangerous, but it feels very safe and it feels like there's a lot of optimism in the spirit of the Colombians.
1: Yeah, I think it, well Colombia is going through through an important time right now. You know, we've been at war for a long time, and we are also at a moment where people are discovering Colombia. So for me, what I tell my customers is this is the time to come, you know, right now. Because if you come five years from now, you're gonna probably find a very different Colombia. In terms of tourism you know because right now it's genuine you know you're getting the real colombia but the good colombia it's not yeah. the the colombia you see of you maybe you've experienced in the news that you've heard sure. about you know obviously we went through some rough times but those times are you know they they're looking promising you know it's yep. changing so it's the time when if you go to a small town that like the ones that we've been to that people they're genuine about their interaction with you mm. because they want you to know that it's safe you know they want you to know that it's okay that you should come out here that they're they're proud of their country so Mm -hmm. they come out and they show it to you and they they're gonna go out of their way to to make sure you have a good experience Mm -hmm. so we're going through that change you know where it's opening up Uh, not too many people have come yet a lot of more people are coming so it's changing you know so I think in terms of tourism unfortunately it tends to corrupt or, uh, Distort, I, maybe. I, it's the, the word is, is rough, but it's, it, 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 it can prostitute the country, you yeah. know, because people, they start to see advantage in the foreigner. Yeah. So they know they can take money. So they maybe start charging more or they'll swindle you out of something. You know, they, sure. they'll start, they know that the tourist is an opportunity, but right now we're not at that place. Yeah. We're at a place where please come, you know, check it out. This is my country it's beautiful. We're not all war. We're not all violence. We're, you know, we're. We're good people. So yeah. it's a very good moment to come and see it. And I think it's, it's important to, to come and check and it out. And I can, I
0: can see that for the most part, Colombians, they really have this pride in their country. And, and there's some great examples I think I can give. Uh, one of the things that stands out almost immediately is there's much less trash on the road um, in Colombia than you'll, you'll see oftentimes in, in other countries in Central America and South America. There's also this pride of ownership. If you look, even though their house, their home may be simple, um, they take good care of it. It has flowers out front. It's recently been painted. The, there's not uh, trash and weeds and everything in the yard. And even though their vehicle may be older, they take pride in that. You can see it's been painted and that wow. they tried to fix the dents and and um, for me, I think that that says a lot about the future of Colombia, and it says a lot about the spirit of, spirit of the Colombian people. And then I've also found that riding here is, is a lot more safe than, than other developing countries. In fact, I find that the Colombian drivers are some of the better drivers <laughs> that I've encountered in, in South America. And you know, I always, I always use a way to, to gauge drivers. I'll, I'll, I'll rate them as either, you know, competent. Neutral or incompetent, and I'll either rate them as as uh, calm, neutral, or aggressive. And like for example, when you go to Peru, you encounter aggressive and incompetent. <laughs> Whereas I find I find that um, that in in Colombia they're pretty neutral. They're 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 not overly competent, but they're also not incompetent. They're not overly aggressive, but they're not also calm. Um I find that the truck drivers are very professional. They give you some space. They for the most part they try not to kill you. <laughs> and and I think that that's a great example of another reason to come and ride in Colombia because you have relatively new roads in many cases mm-hmm. um and you have pretty considerate drivers and that makes for some fun riding. And there's also this this little tinge of lawlessness in the sense mm-hmm. that that the police infrastructure isn't that well developed and they're not everywhere so if you're back on some road in Colombia you can actually let it hang yeah, yeah. out there a little bit and yeah. have have some fun on the bike which
1: which are things that I've really enjoyed traveling in Colombia. Yeah, I think it's a it's a country that that has it all. You know, from a geographical standpoint, from a cultural standpoint, from for motorcyclists in this case, you know, the the mountains they provide twisties, endless twisties and you get a super cool combination of if you really want dirt and adventure, you can do it, you know, off-roading. But if you want paved and you like, you know, the, the paved roads and good paved roads and twisty roads, you can do it. And if you want a combination, you got it all. And also, it's it, geographically, Colombia is rated as the second most diverse country in the world. You know, I think I was telling you that mm-hmm. the other day. And it's the most uh, second uh, <laughs> the cell phone went off um, Most second most biodiverse country in the world after Brazil you know Brazil is number one and Brazil is seven times larger than Colombia so it says a lot you know in a very small uh, piece of land you've got a ridiculous amount of biodiversity and you also have you know in the north we have deserts you know with sand dunes Africa like you know mm-hmm. we've got the jungles we got Amazon you know we got the Andes that when they come here they give us a gift because they come from Peru, Ecuador, the Chile, everything, just one single mountain range. And as soon as they hit Colombia, they decided to split into three, you know, yeah. so you got these three mountain ranges that cover most of the country and you got, uh, you know, 4,000 meter passes. You've got zero meters. You've got rivers. You've got jungles, everything in a relatively small, but big place. So it's, it's. I was also really impressed
0: with the Tatacoa desert that we went to after the death road. I mean, it it reminded me of of my home mm. in Arizona. It, there was cactus and and uh, red earth, like in mm. Sedona, and and it was really beautiful. And there and there's also pretty good infrastructure. There's clean places to stay that aren't very expensive, but they're they're nice. They're well maintained. The food's good. I, I've never gotten sick eating the food here in Colombia. So I eat everything from the salads mm-hmm. to. The meat on the plate, and I've never gotten sick here either. So I think that says a lot about traveling in in Colombia and the diversity of it. You can be in Cartagena on the beach in an old colonial, beautiful colonial walled city, and then you can also be in the middle of the of the desert um, and sleeping in a tent if you want to. So mm-hmm. there's camping available as well. So uh, kind of in to to conclude, m- my experience has has been very good in Colombia overall. Um, i've I've never felt unsafe. I've never gotten sick. I find that the roads are really enjoyable to ride and there's plenty of technical terrain if you want in the dirt. There's a lot of diversity, which means you can kind of kind of do whatever interests you as far as a rider. Um, But to to give the viewer a little bit of a summary about how they can travel in Colombia, they can basically do a tour with you or some of the other providers in the country. And you seem to offer some of the more remote and adventure-minded tours, but then you also do uh, the traditional on-road and light off-road stuff. Um, And then they can also rent bikes, which I think in many countries is difficult. So they can actually call you up and rent a 1200GS. So talk to me a little bit about how that process works. What does this
1: person need to do in order to be able to ride a 1200 in Mm -hmm. Colombia? Well, it's fairly simple. You know, I think even if it's on a tour, if it's a rental or all that, all you need is, you know, your driver's license. It's valid from the country that you come from. They, they give you up to three months, you know, by law, you can drive with your foreign driver's license. Uh, you can book it with us and, you know, depending on availability, you know, you, you can go, if you want to rent a motorcycle for a month, you can do it. If you mm-hmm. want to do it for five days, you can do it. Uh, we do mostly the GSs because it's the the right kind of uh, bike for Colombia, for the roads in Colombia. If it's a 700, the 800 or the 1200, mm-hmm. uh, we can offer that. And um, so you book it with us. You got to leave a credit card uh, uh, on file in case of damages. The bikes sure. are fully insured, but you're responsible for the deductible in case of a total loss or Yeah, or like if that. you drop the bike yeah, and damage the you know, plastic it, or whatever. Uh, so, or about
0: like how much does
1: it cost a day to rent a 1200 GS? So, it, the 1200 is $160 per day and then the rates start to lower if you rent it more and more days, you know. So, okay, we got sure. a rate from one to five, from six to 10 and from 11 onwards sure. in terms of days and it starts to lower a little bit. The, the so, amount. a
0: person that's a little bit more confident traveler, they can call you up and take a 1200 and go off and explore the country Absolutely, on their own yeah. or with friends or if
1: they want to get a little more remote and be a little more supported, then they can also go on. Absolutely. We do, we do everything from, you know, fully supported tours, you know, with everything included, we pick you up at the airport mm-hmm. and and you come and you don't have to mind yourself with the, the time that it takes to plan a, a, a trip, you know, so we pick you up, we take you on a 12 day tour, 15 day tour, eight day tour. And, or if you want to, like you said, you know, there's, there's those travelers that tours are not, that's not what they want. That's not what they're looking for. They're more, um, on their own. They can rent the bike and go off on a, on a nice adventure. And we're happy to provide them with the routes, uh, a hotel recommendations, you know, like tell them, listen, if if you like this kind of thing, you should go here. If you like that, you should go there. And we also provide those, you know, so if, if you're going on the rental and you don't know so much about the country, we'll give you as much information as you want to, so that you have a, a very rich experience. So Well, that's great, Mito. Yeah. Thank you so
0: much for the time. So as you can see, Colombia is, is a beautiful place. It's a safe place to travel. A little bit of research and infrastructure really helps ensure that. We've got brand new 1,200 GSs available to rent, it looks like, at several different sources throughout the country. So I would recommend that maybe you consider Colombia as your next adventure destination. And then also in the spirit of full disclosure, I started off traveling with Micho as a journalist, um, but Micho and I, Mauricio and I have become good friends, so I consider him to be a great friend. And I'm sharing this information obviously because I believe in his business, but I do have that personal friendship with him, um, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure does reflect some bias. So make sure that you also research other providers in, in uh, the country of Colombia. There are other people that rent motorcycles. I just don't have personal experience with them. Get out there and enjoy it.